You're listening to the Grapes and Gorak Podcast. Powered by Overtime Media. Welcome back. Episode 96 of the Grapes and Gorak Show. I'm Grapes. I'm Gorak. Uh... This is the Bucks episode. We we had some technical difficulties with the Jags episode, and that was a glorious episode. Oh, we recorded an entire glorious episode over Skype. Probably our best episode we ever did. Oh yeah, you it got. De- we would have been on the top of iTunes for sure. Like uh, we, had, we had special, special got a shout out. We we got we had special guests on. It, it was amazing. Dan Bailey was on to talk about how good he was going to do. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was quite depressing after that yeah uh, so yeah i mean after the jags game though we were feeling pretty good not not incredible i would say i think we we thought that win was kind of ugly yeah uh, i will say going into the tampa game um i was not confident confidence was like 50 50 i was probably less confident and i don't know when i when the game started though like right like right at noontime okay I, like going into it, i was like you know i'm feeling good about today and well it started kind of good. Yeah. I remember I was like talking to Ben and I was just like, I just don't think we match up great with Tampa and it just feels like a game we're going to lose. Yeah. Like things can never get too good with this team, especially this team this year. It's like, of course you're going to drop that game to Dallas. Like you can't win them all. We're just not good enough. So and of it just course felt the like Jags are going to take you to overtime. Yeah. So it was just like, ah, looking at it. I mean, they're kind of coming off a bye. They're getting healthy. I mean, they had their whole arsenal of weapons. And I actually, like you said, then we started the game, and we went right down the field, got six, missed an extra point, but Brady was a little off to start the game. Like, it, it was feeling good. And then, obviously, you know, Dan Bailey just kind of kept missing field goals. And yeah, the wheels it, just kind of Yeah, it just kind of took everything out of it. And, well, it, it was weird because I think the first drive kind of summed up the day perfectly. It was like it started off really nice, and then I think we got sacked on third down. And then we ended up punting. Is that the first drive? I don't remember. That was the first drive. So we didn't score on our first drive. No, we, okay. not, not on the first drive. Oh, we and moved the was, ball really far, though, and then got sacked out of field goal range. Yep, yeah. I remember that. Yep. And it was like, okay, all right, like we moved the ball well, but, you know, just got to clean it up at the end. And then I think it, Bucks went, it I wasn't 3 0, but it was a quick drive. I think drive. they got one first down, and then he missed someone wide open. And there it was, was Gronk. Yeah. And, that, and that's where it was like, oh, Okay, so so that's how today's gonna go. Yeah, like is Brady off today, and we clearly could move the ball that first drive. So let's keep it going. And then the second drive happens. We go down, we score a touchdown. It's like, all right, this is exactly how today's gonna go. Brady's off. We're moving the ball well on the ground. I think Kirk was four of four for like forty yards on that first drive yeah. or the second drive. Cook just battled his way in the end zone. It looked like a, he was no chance, and he just fought his way through. You know, had a couple nice uh, chunk plays on that drive as well. And then the story of the entire day, Dan Bailey comes up and misses an extra point. It just takes all the wins out of the sale. Like, you only got six. You just look at the scoreboard, and it's like, we're only up 6-0. And the worst is that we stop him again, and I'm pretty sure, again, Brady missed a weird, like, open receiver. Weird, uh, Chris Godwin. Yeah, it was like, where was he throwing that one? Like, uh, guy was wide open. And then we get the ball. We stall out, which sucked, which kind of was also a theme, but we didn't finish our drives. We kept having to rely on Bailey. But you're, you're six to zero, and if you just hit that field goal, it's nine zip, and you're like, you're up two scores, and that's what we need because we clearly needed to run the ball that game because our pass blocking was cr- trash. Oh. And you get to kind of just continue your game plan. Like, all right, keep holding the ball, keep beating them, rely, make Brady throw tough throws and stuff. 
You miss that fucking field goal, and then they get the bomb to Scotty Miller. They're up. Now the whole everything you've worked for is out the window. Like you're back. To, you're worse than square one. You're fucking losing. Yep. And even and at nine nothing, you can go. You throw the extra point out the window and go. All right, we got three on our first three drives. Yeah, and on, and, on, on, on each possession. And even if you go nine nothing, and then he hits that play to Scotty Miller, it's still nine seven. We're still winning. We have the ball. Instead, you're losing. Like the whole uh, Dan Bailey just really. And Anytime that, we had some momentum, he took it away. And I think we gave up a sack on third down or second down again that next drive. Brady got the ball, and I believe they went down and scored. Um, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, that was the uh, Mike Evans. All the penalties. That yeah, was the penalty all, drive. Yeah. Well, because we went into halftime when we were talking um, up. You know, it was actually really hot at the stadium. I believe um, it. So we went up to like cool down, and we're like, you know, their one big play to Scotty Miller. Their other drive was all penalties. Uh, and then the very end, the whole Hail Mary bullshit. So, like, it just felt like overall we just we really outplayed them. It's just our kicker was a failure. I, I mean, and we didn't finish drives. We were, you know. Did, we, our did, red zone offense is so good this year that it just sucked that that's the one game where it kind of wasn't. Did Bailey miss – he missed two kicks in the first half and an extra point? When did he miss his kicks? He missed an extra point and a field goal for sure. Um, I, I'm trying to think if after when the, when the next two were because there's obviously the long one. I feel like the long was in the first half, the 50 some yarder. And I remember he lines up to kick it. And I'm like, okay, he might miss this, but like it's a 50 yarder. We'll see. And it was so bad that it was like it just reestablished. Oh wow, there he's off today. Like it's it was just atrocious. And that's coming off the heels of the Jags game where he was terrible there too, the, to the point where we had to like. We didn't even we, we we tried so hard not to use him at the end, and then we had to because of the full start penalty that we kicked the uh, the game winning overtime field goal from like five yards away. Yeah, I mean he's been atrocious for two weeks, and it's it's not great. No, and uh, yeah, I think it was I think it was two two missed field goals in the first. Yeah, half. Yeah, I think the fifty some yarder is in the first half. Yeah, and, and I, you know what happens? I think we do that one right. Uh, that's a Teddy right there. That's a tip. We're they're actually replaying the game on Fox Sports North, and I'm I'm thinking that 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 was a Teddy. Um, I think what happened is it's right before half, not right before half, but he tries that long field goal, and that's how they then end up scoring on the next drive, the the, the hail mary and all that crap. Yeah, because they're right, they're almost at midfield when they get the ball because we just attempted. What yeah, is and then a they super throw over field. the middle, call a timeout, throw over the middle, and I don't know about you guys, but. There's two things wrong with that spike play with Tom Brady right before the Hail Mary. One, does anybody feel like that was the longest second of their life? If I that, feel like that one is on the clock. If that's in U.S. Bank, they run that to zero. That's yeah. home cooking right there. Yeah. I mean, our, our guy probably does it too. I don't know. Like, It's just, it, it was a long second and for sure. Second off, I don't even think that that counts as a, uh, as a spike. Oh, I mean, I Tom, Tom, Tom Brady never has possession of the football. He just kind of takes it and, like, swats it down. Oh, really? Yeah, so that, like a that's, fumble? Yeah, that's <laughs> a fumble. That's a fumble. Time should have expired, and we should have went to halftime. Instead, they get the first defensive pass interference since 2009. And I don't know if you rewatched the game, but Joe Buck and Troy Aikman are like, oh, I don't know about that. I've seen I've seen way worse than that on Hail Marys in the past. That they seemed like they really wanted to just needle us with like, bad calls. Now, that idiot should not even be touching Gronk. I don't know what he's doing. Like, 
you had multiple safeties back there. Like, your back is turned. Like, what are you doing? Just get away from him. Like, yeah. you don't want to be the guy that gives up the play, but that was just, I don't know, Todd Davis. What are you doing? Get away from him. But still terrible. Like, you're going to call that, really? You're going to call that. I could not believe You need to, like, that. blatantly shove a guy over to get that call. I can't believe the officiating was that bad with Roger Goodell in attendance. Oh, was he in attendance? Yeah. Oh, I should have found him. Shook, oh. shook, that, shook that hero's hand, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I heard Chris Jericho was there. Reddy was very excited. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Because we let down. What's He's like, seeds. I don't know. He's got some nickname. I don't watch wrestling. So yeah. he was like, we let him down. <laughs> we should be ashamed. I'm like, he's a Viking fan. He was decked out in all Viking gear. Oh, so. that's cool. Um, yeah, that call. I, I don't know if that's one of your Teddies or Troys, the refs. Uh, the penalty. Yeah, the penalties and refs were one of my choices. Okay, well, we'll start with Troys. Let's in, just jump yeah. into it. Uh, at the game, it's hard for me. I actually didn't think the refs were terrible. But then everyone I talked to was like, can you believe those terrible calls? And so, like, what did you think of the Gladney where he should have picked it? But he, I feel like if he doesn't touch his face, yeah, they don't that, call it. Like, he just happened to swipe his helmet where, like. That one goes up in the air with me. Like, I get the call. But at the same time, like, Mike Evans is already falling. Slipped. He's already falling, yeah. Yeah. If Gladney plays the ball instead of Mike Evans. Like, he's playing Evans and, like, putting his hands near him and stuff. If he just is, like, looking back, he probably just jumps that easily. Yeah. But it sucks because, like, it got tipped up and he caught it. And then would have just ran for a touchdown. Like, the Harrison Smith one, I'm just so sick of it. Yeah, and that one, like, yeah, sure, it's probably the right call, but... Why do they only call it on Harrison Smith? It's third and two? Or it would have been fourth and two at that point? And that's brought him to the second touchdown, right? That was on the... That's yeah, the Godwin it, one. That's what it. we called that one the penalty drive. Yeah. They had the Scotty Miller drive, then they had a penalty drive. They didn't do anything in that drive. They just got a bunch of penalties. They had a really good drive right out the half. That was their one good drive. Yep. Um so yeah, I, I don't know. Was there any other bad calls? I feel like people, a lot of people were complaining about the rest. So obviously the Hail Mary. The Gladney one was a little shaky, and then just the the Harrison Smith one sucked. I mean it it actively gave them three points on the Hail Mary one, which that's just, it really screwed things up because also we were down by two scores. Yeah, I, and, oh, the uh, the air just gets kind of like taken out of you with something like that. Now it's right before the half, and then that uh, BS happens, and it's like, oh, now you got 10 minutes to sit and dwell on it. You mm-hmm. can't even like go and do something about it. It's just like, can you believe we got called for a pass interference on a Hail Mary? Like, yeah. what are you doing? Um, I was actually kind of surprised they just went for the field goal. I thought they'd be like, screw it. Bruce Arians, let's go for the touchdown on the one. But yeah, like they they're, no they're time, in sh- so. their defense is in shambles. They won't. They, they, yeah, they, they can't just got stop called us. for that. Uh, Troy's. What other Troy's do you got? I actually didn't have refs, so let me throw one out for um, me. I've got. Uh, well, should Ty, we talk Ty, about? We've already kind of talked about them already to Dan Bailey. So yeah, I mean, over three on field goals, miss an extra point. It sounds like he's probably going to be our kicker. Uh, you were telling me, like, saying which I agree with. Like, the reason we're not going to cut him is because of. Dan Carlson has been so good since we cut him. It's kind of funny. Dan Bailey, I think the only reason Carlson was picked was cut was because Dan Bailey was available. And now the reason we're not going to cut Bailey is because Carlson's been so good since. Yeah. Like, if Dan Bailey's not available, do we just cut him to pick up anyone? I think I feel like this next best thing was, like, Kai Forbath. Yeah. And I don't know, are you really going to bring back Kai Forbath after you just drafted his replacement? Like, he wasn't good enough right. for him. It just felt like we, we kind of saw... Uh, Dan Bailey as someone that's like a steady vet. Wasn't he the 
number one in kick accuracy, like yeah, field he was goal absolute, percentage. Yeah, and then he had a couple injuries and he had a down year, but then he sat out and he sat out so long because he was like, I'm a good kicker and I want to get paid like a decent amount of money on a good team. So, and now every team's hoarding two kickers. There's no one out there. You know, I know Kai he, Forbath, I think, is still out there, and Rennie does not have. He's dumbfounded by how that man does not have a job. He remembers him as basically being lights out. He just uh, remembers that he the, the Saints, Saints game, game probably. I mean, he was fine. It wasn't good, but he yeah. wasn't terrible either. Uh, Bailey has been better, like I would say overall. But these last two games, it's like, is it the yips? Are you done? Like, I, I think he's got the yips. Yeah. I think he's go, it's like going Blair Walsh. full blown Chuck Knobloch on us. Yeah, well, like Blair Walsh, once he missed that field goal in Seattle, he, like before that, he was pretty lights out. Yep. And then he could never get it back. Like I don't know what these kickers like. Once they miss a kick, they. But he's horrible. Dan he didn't Carlson just miss kicks, th- like. Well, Dan Bailey. No, and that's the thing, like. A uh, couple of them against Jacksonville, and for sure one, um, maybe it was the extra point or the first field goal. They they just they just kind of like knuckle. They didn't seem to have like any spin to them. Mm-hmm. Like they're not even coming off of his foot correctly. I I don't even know what's it. It's weird what happened to our entire special teams. I thought the coaching change was this year, and I was like, well, it's the coach. The coach is terrible. And then you brought up, no, it, it's been two years with this guy. And we talked about how once we got cutting. Cole quit, and Bailey last year. Like, everything came together, and it was like, oh, you keep these guys intact, you know, extending them, sure, whatever, as long as they were brought back. They all suck this year. Cutting's not even playing. Bailey, everyone wants cut. And, and the only reason he's probably not getting cut is because it's, like, slim pickings. And Cole quit's been one of the worst punters in the league. Yeah. It, like, there, it's a complete 180 of last year. And that's not even going into the fact that we've – I don't know any other team that has a worse return game than we do. It's terrible. Not only do we fumble too much – we get no yards ever. Yeah, I feel like the highest we've had this year is like an eight, uh, uh, eight yard return on punts. Yeah, and we've never broken a kick anywhere beyond like the twenty. You know, it's it's just been generic kickoff returns. That kicker the fucking Bucks have just boots it through the end zone every time. We don't even get a is chance. That suck up. I don't or know. Pin no. They're a punter. It's a uh, suck up. Is not. Oh, it is. Is it suck up? Yeah. Oh. Well, whoever it is. That well, now out. their entire uh, special teams unit is on, co- <laughs> yeah, is on the COVID that. list. Um, so, yeah, Dan Bailey, obviously the biggest Troy of the game. An absolute disaster. Unbelievable. Like, I mean, make one of we those. We cut a kicker this week, and it wasn't him. Yeah, it was the practice squad guy, right? Yeah. It's just like make one of those, and you keep us in the game. It's just a, just ridiculous. You guy's an idiot. Yep, the first one, you know, the first one, and then like you said, Scotty Miller gets a touchdown, and boom, nine seven. You're still, you're still yeah. ahead. I mean, we lost by nine, and he missed ten points for the kicks. It's not great. No, we lost by twelve. Did we? Yeah, twenty six fourteen. Oh, well, that's bad math then. Yes, <laughs> but still, like you, like a lot of the game would have been closer and probably different. If oh, absolutely, he makes those kicks. absolutely would have been different. Unbelievable. Um, so he's by far the biggest Troy. You got another Troy? Yeah, I got one more. It was pass protection. Yeah, I have that too. O line, uh, horrible. So bad. Uh, when Brian O'Neill got hurt and Rashad Hill played, that was bad. Mm-hmm. Even worse when Rashad Hill got hurt. And then Just, luckily it was right at the uh, third quarter, fourth quarter break, and Drew Mia came in. They didn't have to play him though. What did he yeah. get one snap? Not even he got one snap. I don't think he, yeah. he was We on saw the him field, trotting though. in, and we're like, oh my. And we're thinking, where's he going to play? Are they going to move Cleveland to tackle and Drew Mia is going to play guard? Where are they putting this bum? It, did you it see had to they, be tackled, right? See, because why wouldn't Brett Jones come in? Did you see what happened? No. They lined up for a play, 
and Drusimi is at right guard. Cleveland's at left guard, and Dozier's at right tackle. I don't understand. Why wouldn't you just bring Brett Jones in and play right guard and move Cleveland to right tackle? Probably because they knew he wasn't going to play a snap, and they just. I like, feel like it's because they don't want Cleveland playing tackle right now. Why? Otherwise, it doesn't. Well, well, why you could still bring Jones in and have Dozier play tackle? Oh yeah, it's a, yeah. I, I feel like they just brought Samia in just to so the Bucks were like, oh, all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, when uh, when O'Neal was not on the field, and then I see Rashad Hill come running off. It's like you know, Rashad Hill, you're not even good, and I'm panicking because I see Samia trotting on the field. Well, maybe it's like, oh yes. You know, Samia, you're, you're next in line. You know, keep him happy oh, yeah. so he doesn't just totally just give up. <laughs> yeah, he should give up. Uh, yeah, but pass protection overall was just awful. It, it, it made that, it so we could not come back. Dan Bailey and the pass protection definitely cost yeah, us. Yeah, like football we game. were moving the ball and then we would just get sacked out of field goal range. or No, sacked where we had to use our kicker. Yeah. I mean, we're, clearly our plan was not to use him at all after he missed that other one or the last one. And we would get down to the goal line and then get sacked twice and it'd be fourth and 50. And we'd be like, I guess bring him out again. I'll see. Fourth and goal from the 23, not ideal. Yeah. After Kirk Cousins picks up a first down on the quarterback draw. Beautiful quarterback draw call. Well, we were we were driving, I think it was second and 10 from, or second and goal. We're, we're on the goal line and it was to go. We wouldn't have been to tie or anything, but it was like twenty. I think it would have been to. It was fourteen deep. twenty-three. Yes. Yep. And so twenty-three twenty, probably go for two. And there was plenty of time. Yeah, you know they would have gone for two because they ain't letting eighty on the field again. And they and we get sacked multiple times. And then does he kick a field goal or do we? Yeah, he that misses was his it. final miss. His final miss. And then they go get a field goal. And now they're up two scores. Well, they're up 23-26 now, and it's just the whole thing's out the window. Like, yeah. we were making a little bit of comeback there. Irv Smith had his touchdown. We got the ball. We were driving, and then the pass protection. Like, it'd be, you would, he'd hike it and, like, look to his first read, and this guy already on his back, you know? Yeah, it, it, it was brutal. really bad. Oh, and we got eaten alive by a bunch of stunts. Yeah, I saw that. We're, like, the third worst team against stunts. So Are they must real? have busted them out. I, I don't I, – doesn't surprise it's just me. it just really makes me want for us to focus on offensive line even though like okay yeah bradbury o'neill cleveland they're probably guys that are gonna be around but like we still need some like guys that are like some elite. nasty we need yeah, some like, nasty to us this team well. can run the ball but when we need to drop back and pass like even the last two games where kirk did bring us back I felt like they were like they're just always around him they're too close he never has a clean pocket fucking brady standing back there he could have like Cooked up a steak, like just hanging out. Like it was ridiculous. Like Kirk needs time. You can't just have people just sacking him repeatedly. I could have one former Viking. It would either be Steve Hutchinson or Randall McDaniel. Yeah, like you need that. I was trying to say to Rennie, I was like, hey, like I just think we need like that elite lineman, that Steve Hutchinson. He's like, well, Brian O'Neill. He's not that yet. Like Brian O'Neill's good. He's He's very good. Probably like you know top. But he's not Hall of Fame like Steve Hutchinson or Randall Daniel or even like I don't know like we just need. We I want need I want elite. somebody who doesn't miss a snap, gives up zero hurries, yeah. no pressure. Draft a Quentin no Nelson. Sacks. Draft yeah. like a, a an absolute monster where it's like he's an you know he's a ninety six in Madden. That's yep. what I'm looking for. Just not and, an eighty eight, a ninety six. And like I want to be mad. I want to be like flabbergasted when you see that he gets a five year, eighty million dollar contract. Yeah. Whoa. Hey now. But but actually go. You know he's probably worth it. it. It's it's like the one thing 
that ruins our team at times. All of a sudden, we can't protect, and we just get... I mean, Kirk gets... There's nothing he can do. He just stands there and gets clobbered. And then he can't hold on to the damn ball. I mean, I know it's tough, but come on. You can't fumble every time he gets sacked. Yeah. Luckily, uh, he didn't. I don't think he lost any... He lost the last one. He lost the last yeah. one. And but there was God. one of them where he got, like, slapped in the hand, too, if I remember. Yeah. And, like, he still held on to the ball. Though. They're like, going oh, for boy. it. Well, they're back there 20 times a game. They're like, all right, this is getting boring. Let's start doing some other stuff, like stripping the ball. So I remember on one, uh, just going back to the stunts real quick, I think it was Shaq Barrett's sack. I think it was in the first drive. But, like, Dozier, like, yeah, Dozier went to go help out Reef, and he said no chance of going back to get Barrett because he had, like, immediately head down, face in dude's uh, shoulder pads. It was like... Yep, and then just wide open lane. I think Bradbury or Reef went to go get him. It's like, yeah, you stand. Who's the Bucks? Is it Todd Bowles? Yeah, yeah, he's he's really good. I yep. mean, he's probably who may get coaching consideration again. again. So, well, he should. They, the Jets should have stuck with him. Yeah, he actually Gaze. was pretty good. Yeah. So, he definitely saw that either maybe we're a little inexperienced on the line, or we just haven't handled stunts well because they unleashed a lot of them and we did not handle them well. So definitely O-line. I had them on mine. I'm going to throw D-line. I thought they also did absolutely nothing. They put no pressure on Brady at all. We had a couple games there where, you know, we were kind of getting in there. I feel like it was the couple games after Ngakwe was traded. It was like, whoa, DJ Wanham? Okay, Hercules, look at you. Like, And since then, it's been real quiet. Like, I think the league, the team leader in sacks is still in Gakwe. It five. is still in Gakwe. And then I think Eric Wilson is like second with yeah. three. Yeah. I mean, Adenabo's invisible. Wanham's been, I mean, he's a rookie. It's just. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't even like realized he's been on the field. Yeah. Like, he's been so quiet. It's just a bunch of nobodies. They're rotational players that are playing because, oh, there's Goodell at the game. What a jerk off. Uh, Daniil Hunter obviously out. Michael Pierce out. We didn't bring back Griffin. Shamar Steffen's always been a role player that probably shouldn't be starting. So they, they they just let Brady stand back there and kind of just do what he wanted. There was no there's no there's no pressure on anyone we play. So but it's kind of hard when you have a bunch of backups in there. It does again make me want to draft nothing but nasty. nothing but D line and O line. Like we need to pressure quarterbacks and we can need to keep our quarterback from getting pressure. We got enough skill guys. We've got the core. We drafted corners. Might, might might mix in a safety in there. Depending if, you want if to. maybe you bring back Harris and you just keep the same two. You got the linebackers. You need. Obviously, you're getting Hunter and Pierce back. Trench. Yeah. Nothing but trench. Yeah. We need to get better. We need to get stronger. I mean, it's just, it's why we lost against the 49ers last year in the playoffs. That's true. They mowed us over. Like they just ran right through us, and then they pressured Kirk. So. There's Todd Balls. Uh, they're looking sharp. Uh, all right, so that's my last. O- that, I was O line, D line, and Dan Bailey. I had uh, O line, uh, penalties, and Dan Bailey. Dan Bailey. So those yep. are the Troys. That is the Troy Williamsons of the game. Those uh, are the failures. Okay, we'll jump to the Teddies and just first Teddy, just rewatching the game aesthetically. A Teddy. That was one of mine too. Oh, was it? Yeah. Well, uh, the all whites, but oh. also the Bucks have fantastic uniforms. Yes. The ones that they went back to this year, and then yeah, great field. Everything was their stadium's fantastic. Uh, I mean, yeah, Raven just James watching stadium. these guys. I wish we would have won with the all whites. You know, keep it going. Hopefully, we don't switch back to the purple pants. But no, it's a good look. It's a great look. I've been begging for it for years. Yeah. So yeah, definitely, definitely a Teddy on the game. Look at us up six zero, looking sharp. Here comes Dan Bailey's first miss. You excited? No, it's, it is. it's right, and that's the thing. It's right down the middle. 
Well, you you don't to, have to push it, pull it, nothing. You get to pick your hash, snap good, hold perfect, and he just, it's, I mean, it's sideways. The whole ball is sideways. He completely yeah. missed it. And it's like a, almost like a bad spiral. Yeah. The, the yep. like shaped or just brutal. spin of it. Yeah. All bad. Uh, my first Teddy of the game will be the six man offensive line we went with before O'Neal got hurt, where we were bringing in Rashad Hill. I don't know if you saw how much he was coming in. I did not so see So when we were at the game, in. you just constantly see Rashad Hill running in over and over. The they Seahawks. must have called. Yeah, exactly. They were that font guy. They Rashad Hill, the first few drives before O'Neal got hurt. like, And we were running the ball so good. Because oh, we were down a tight end uh, in uh, Kyle Rudolph. So yeah, maybe instead of three tight ends, they were bringing in. Or they saw something in the in the D-line or the linebackers of the Tampa Bay and thought this is a good scheme. And it was working great. They would try these stupid shotgun runs. Those are terrible. Oh, yeah. But when they stuck with the six-man line, like, it seemed like a really good game plan going in. Like we were, I mean, we ended up holding the ball for like 40 minutes. Yeah. Only team to lose that. And like, it's like every team wins when they hold the ball that long. And we've lost twice this year. Well, I, and I think we, uh, we ran like 79 plays to their like 48. Yeah, I guess it just like sucks that. when you run long. You have long drives that end with zero points. It's kind of a problem. But I thought, uh, obviously, it must have been Kubiak saw something in their defense and brought in Rashad Hill, six-man offensive line, and it was working great. Uh, then you have to abandon it once you fall behind. So yeah. as soon as they hit the Scotty Miller play, you're down by one, you're playing from behind. Thanks a lot, Dan Bailey. Thanks a lot, Dan Bailey. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Dan Bailey. Should have been winning still. Could have stuck with it. Troy Bailey. <laughs> Troy Bailey. Uh, my first Teddy, I'm going to go with Dalvin Cook. Okay, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook played well. Uh, big chunk plays. Uh, Thought he tripped a little too much. Had some plays he left on the field, though. That That is true. He uh, was mad about it, too, a little bit. Like, there's some plays where it's like, oh, if you just stay on your feet, man, you're gone. Mo- moving too fast, I think, a couple times, like, through the line. I wonder if he might have, like, got tripped up by yeah. a lineman. He's got that, sometimes he gets that Percy Harvin thing where, like, Percy Harvin runs so fast that he was, like, just starting to fall over. And then it's just like you're just trying to stay on your feet. Yeah, Cook sometimes flies through the hole and just starts doing that. He, uh, but yeah, he played. I mean, the run game was good. So good. Uh, you we can always just group the running backs together. Yeah, because Mike played Boo well. played and Abdullah, very well. I won Juke. Abdullah, holy smokes, that was nice. Yep. There's a reason why Abdullah was a second round running back. Yeah, he's got no no long speed, but he sure can you know make a guy miss. Very shifty. Look at that. 14 play drive, 84 yards, eight minutes, 15 seconds to start. Well. First score of the game, so just you know, just off to a great start. But just to and there's only 14 uh, minutes to go in the second quarter, so you you basically took up half the first quarter with that touchdown drive. Yeah, and then you're gonna and stop you're gonna them stop right them here. and drive again. It's just wish we could have finished off these drives instead of dealing with Dan Bailey. Like the one drive where we throw the little, sound like a wheel route type plays to Adam Thielen, and he can't quite get it. And he, we just we kind of were always like a little bit outside the end zone, so we couldn't do the as easy as runs and stuff. It was all these like passing and we just couldn't get in there or we'd get sacked on third down and lose, you know, 15 yards. And, uh, anyways, what was your Teddy? Delvin, Delvin Cook. Cook, quality ball player. Um, he had over a hundred yards, right? Yeah, he did. Um, I will say for my other Teddy, Irv Smith Jr. Yep. He's on there. Coming off a back injury, filling in for Rudolph, uh, best game as a Viking. Yeah. He had what? Four or five catches, like touchdown, 60, big 60 plays, make some tough catches and really had to come up big because they did a great job on Thielen and Jefferson. Yeah. Those two did nothing basically. Yeah. The, Thielen uh, had like two catches that, uh, that Carlton Davis and Sean Murphy bunting. They, uh, Carlton Davis, I think had a holding penalty on the first drive. 
But after that, they they did a really good job. I know they were kind of a lot of people have been talking about on the national media and seeing them firsthand. Yeah, like they they held Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. I think combined under a hundred yards and only like seven catches. Again, like I don't know what Todd Bowles was doing, but he did a great job. I mean, he got pressure and he took away our two main things. Like, I feel like uh, he always played as well. Uh, when he was D coordinator for the Cardinals, too. I know yeah. it wasn't really Mike Zimmer as coach, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, they, there's a reason he got a head coaching job. He's a he's a good coordinator. Now he's he's kind of like a, almost like a Pat Shermer. Can he be a head coach? Because he's a really good coordinator. No, and I'm sure, he, I'm sure he wants to, and I wouldn't doubt if Bruce Aarons retires if... Oh, yeah. Maybe they did. would just bring him up. Yeah. So, uh, Irv Smith, though. Great game. Uh, can we just... I don't know if Rudolph's going to be around next year, but Herb needs more targets, more throws. He's a very, very good. Yeah, like I'd love to get a burner of some sort. We've always said a burner and just have Herb Smith Jr. be your you know, your third target. Yeah. I mean, if your offense well, went in next year. Well, he's really like your fourth option because it's going either uh, Jefferson, Thielen, Cook, and then Irv. Yeah, honestly, I don't even need a burner anymore. Jefferson has done far enough to That's show that true. he can go downfield and he can make plays. And if you were going back to just the big body, then like, do you want like I don't need Rudolph? anything? Don't you're like you're fine with just if we go into next season with Cook, Jefferson, Thielen, Irv Smith. I don't the rest are role players. I don't give a fuck about them. I guess we hardly ever see BC or BB. yeah. They don't BB plays a few snaps here. I, mean, I, I BB at give me that a drop. Guy. I can't even watch that. I I, I I want Danny Amendola. He might be on the. <laughs> he, he's not going to be on the field enough to get hurt. But at, he, he, at least he's a, a a real version of a, what Chad Beebe's trying to do. Yep. Um, I would say I wouldn't mind bringing like a Rudolph type red zone guy. Like if it is Rudolph, that's fine. I would rather have Irv play over him for most of the snaps. But it is pretty helpful to have a six foot six ginormous man in the red zone. Like, that probably like, hurt this game. Like we were not great in the red zone. Rudolph might have made a difference. Yep. Like you got to cover him with someone with some size, or are they gonna just throw it up? Something like uh, I think I think that Jesse James from Detroit would be uh, yeah generic a tall white guy. It, it, it's, that's it. well, that's it. Like he's I think he's like six seven, and it's like he doesn't have to play as much, and he's one sixth the price of Rudolph. That's the but thing. that's all we want him for is just bring him in in the red zone and just yeah throw it to either him. block or he peels off and he gets open in the back in the end zone. I mean, even if if you can get Rudolph back for cheaper or something, I don't know. I wouldn't mind it, but. Irv needs to play more. Fact. And, you know, when he's healthy. Because he, he missed two weeks before this. I think he missed two two yeah. or three games. So, um, All right. You got any other choice from that game? Look at Kirk. Uh, seven for seven to st- in, the, in, in the second. We're, okay, we're so on Teddy's. Oh, we're on Teddy's. Okay. We're on Teddy's. Okay. And I've got Kirk Cousins run game. Okay. Career yeah. high. He did great. Scrambling around. Making plays with his feet. Like you said, the, the quarterback draw call. Who would have thought? Yep, and on the first drive, he uh, picked up a first drop, first down uh, all year long. You know, it's just, and it's just getting better and better. I think as the game's going on, he's getting a lot more comfortable getting out of the pocket, making plays with his legs. Uh, I, I, I again, I don't remember the last time he's slid since Kansas City, he's, unless he's like clear like five, six yards past the sticks. Yeah, he likes to go head first. He's almost like uh, Christian Ponder in that way. Like I, He seems like he just doesn't know how to slide well. So And like you said, after that, after he completely botched that Chiefs one, maybe he's always like, they never hit me anyways because I'm a quarterback. I'll just go head first. 
you oh. know, and just fall forward, get get the extra three yards because they're not going to pop me. I mean, maybe someone will one day, and then he'll really knock it off. But, but I don't know. Maybe it's there's the play I was talking about. Yeah, the near feel and one handed grab. Yeah, this is us driving. To, if we could score a touchdown, you'd go up 13-0, probably 12 because Bailey will miss it. But instead, we miss a field goal. On Started this 8 of 8 for 67 yards. Dalen catches that a lot of the times. Yep. I'm surprised couldn't uh, hit that one. We're, uh, we're, we're, oh, that's what I was going to say. You know, Maybe it's because I grew up playing baseball and still play softball, but it's I don't understand how people don't know how to slide. It's weird, right? It, it's so easy to slide. Well, you watch, it's funny, you watch for someone like Kyler Murray or someone, and they're so good at it, they just slide, pop right back up. Yep. You got someone like Kirk. I, I don't know if he's choosing not to or if he just doesn't feel like, it feels like he doesn't really, like, naturally want to. Like, his body wants him to die forward. I remember when Christian Ponder did it, they said that Bill Musgrave coached him to die forward because it was safer. Like, they didn't want him to slide. It's like, I don't know about that one. Seems like everyone else has to do it the other way, but... Yeah. Yeah, whatever you go, say, buddy. Go take a hit. Don't don't give yourself up. <laughs> yeah. I feel like well, a lot of times what Kirk thinks is like, they never hit me, so I'm just going to dive forward. I You're feel st- like they more or less like graze your back end. Yeah, and then a sack. Right? Third and six sack, no one getting open. They did a great job of just rushing for no one gets open. I mean, our guys were covered. It just, it was it was bad. It's just... Throw some stunts those, there, those they, they collapse. The red zone offense didn't get it done, and uh, it wasn't great. Um, Kirk, though, how do you feel about him as our starter next year? At, remember the beginning of the season, and it was like, when, how do you get out of this horrible contract? I think we talked about this on the Jags podcast that no one will ever hear, but like, it, it, he's pretty good. Like, is there anyone, does he ever make a, does he ever miss a throw accuracy wise? No, he's definitely got limitations as far as like scrambling, playmaking, leadership, right. but this is how he's I feel very about Kirk, accurate. This is how I feel about Kirk Cousins going forward. 36 yarder, let's watch it. Oh, just disgusting. Oh my gosh. 36 yarder. 10 yards. Perfect snap, perfect hold. He hit that one solid, too. Just pushed it. Solid hit. And now he's in his own head. Now he's in his head, yep. And he looks like an idiot. And he puts way too much dye in his mustache. Um, All right, what were you saying about Kirk Cousins? How you feel about him? Uh, Free agent-wise, not a quarterback that I would replace with Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I don't know who's available, but I seriously doubt anyone good is enough to replace him. Yep. Draft wise, they're every year there are you know three or four franchise quarterbacks in a draft, and every year there's two or three of them that aren't good at football. Yeah, pretty much it's been a lot of them lately that aren't good at football. So, unless I have an opportunity to take Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields, I don't want a rookie quarterback. And I don't want anyone in free agency. I'm completely okay starting Kirk Cousins. I am more than comfortable going into next year with Kirk Cousins as our starting quarterback. Like, if you go into next season with Kirk Cousins as your quarterback, it's not like you're thinking we can't win because of Kirk Cousins. It's because you don't have enough defensive. If your corners aren't good enough or your D line's not good enough, he's good. He's a good quarterback. Did, aren't we like number four in offense? Yeah, like we have a offensive good offense. Yards. Honestly, next season, get a goddamn lineman and you've got all the weapons are signed. Kirk's signed. Like bring back that same offense. It'll be just fine. We throw, score points all the time. Throw Kirk. The, the Cleveland Browns are what? Nine and four? I don't they care what lost, they're. Because yep, sure, they're nine and four. Yep. Nine, nine and four. Would you rather have Baker Mayfield or Kirk Cousins? Like I'd rather probably have Kirk, but I wouldn't. I want a piece. Oh. I don't care. And I understand if someone's like, I just want to move on from Kirk. That that's fine. 
But my 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 point is is just, if they if they're the same person, great because one team has a very good offensive line and one team doesn't. That's exactly right. Like if we, I just think if he had that line, he'd be. When is he not good? When Tampa, he's got pressure on him. Tampa's offensive line, great. I I think uh, Ali Marpet and who's their guard? Is it Jensen? Ryan Jensen. Uh, maybe maybe those and they've worse and Donovan so, Smith. Yeah, yeah, but those. Oh, and then worse. Those guys combined have allowed one sack, and that's worse. The rookie. It, I, it, I think worse is only allowed nineteen pressures all year. I guess it's just kind of like, what does Kirk do bad? Like he's super accurate. He I, he's making plays with his feet. He's got yeah. a, more than strong enough arm to like zip one in. Yeah, there. he's got a great arm. He's got. I mean, his arm talent's really good. I would you know he's he can't really make plays on broken plays, but either can a lot of pocket passers. And then I mean I don't know is is he? I, I, I he's, he's a good quarterback. How can you sit here and say he's not? T- tell me you have more fun watching a guy run around and make plays than you do watching a pocket passer. And yeah, I'll accept that you want to move on from Kirk. But don't like say Kirk's not a good quarterback and use that as like There's no reason to be like we need to get out of his contract or like we need to trade him. He's I mean he he played well in this game if it wasn't for our offensive line. Get some blockers. And so what if we don't there's a Scotty Miller touchdown. Pretty sure Anthony Harris was supposed to be back there. If we don't uh, make that, there's a safety uh, trying to make a play. Yeah, yep. when he probably shouldn't. Harrison Smith did it too in another play where it was like, where are you, dude? What are you doing? Uh, Kirk Cousins, where, I'm sorry. Where, having the Vikings game going. I know, I shouldn't even have it on. I just happened to see it was going to be replayed. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, they circle him and everything. So Anthony Harris, like, where's he? Like, he flattens out and tries to cover someone that he shouldn't have. Where's he doing? What he's... Who who did he cover on that play? Nobody. Nobody. Like it looked like Chris Jones did, it, but look at that outside leverage. Like he he gets fried too. But Harris's Anthony. I, I, I bet him. Tom Brady. I bet he got Brady got him with his oh, eyes. Oh yeah, looking at Mike. I mean, he ain't looking at Scotty Miller. Yeah. Anthony Harris going and throwing a Scotty Miller. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like you said, give Kirk the Browns O line. Like if Kirk had an elite O line, can you imagine? Like again, what would be the issue? His issue is when he's pressured, and he's actually done better this year than he ever has as far as like. Keeping the play alive and looking downfield and not just collapsing. And in Washington, he's going eight and eight, nine and seven. He's got a good offensive line, bad weapons, and a subpar defense. Yeah, yeah. I just, I'd love to see him with some real dominant linemen. And I don't know what you're going to do next year because Bradbury's here to stay. O'Neill's here to stay. It looks like Cleveland's a real piece. Riley Reef has actually played well this year. Wouldn't mind bringing him back? I don't know. But then it's like, can you just bring him back the same line? So are you just hoping that Bradbury gets better, Cleveland gets better, O'Neal gets better? Yes, and, and then, then you're... Massive upgrade at guard? Yeah, first round pick at, at left guard, and maybe that's what you're looking at. Or you bring in two new guards and you shift Cleveland to left tackle or something. I don't. No, and like, I, I wish we had more money to play with, because like the Browns, they invested in two tackles last offseason. Jack Conklin and then Jedrick Wills. Yeah. I mean, they revamped their line. Uh, if And they had let Mitch Schwartz go like five years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, so like two years ago, we talked about how we needed to, to make our offensive line better. And I think the first that first offseason, we took Bradbury. But that was it. That was the only improvement. And then last year, the only one was Ezra Cleveland, which is fine. I guess it's a first and a second round pick, but just, it's just they're just young guys. It would be nice if we could. I And I think we probably will this year. We're going to. We're going to double up high draft picks on offensive linemen. 
We're going to do it. First three rounds, we're going to take two. I, I think so. I think you have to. Like, what? This is that's the downfall of this team. Maybe a kicker in the first round. I don't know. You know, I don't you know last kicker in the first round lasted 17 years in the NFL. Better than Treadwell. Fact. <laughs> um, so, anyways, I just, I just, we always like to talk Kirk Cousins. Right now, he's 10 for 11, 97 yards. We're driving. I just think he would easily have came back in that game if he had the blocking. If the blocking holds up, he finds the open guy. Because they're just rushing four. Yeah, so he's thrown into a, a bunch of Bucks players, and he still drove us down the field multiple times. And then you just get stuck because the back of the end zone's there. You don't got enough room. Hmm. So, yeah, I just I think our offense next year should be pretty it's damn good. Be better, it's yeah. just when we fall behind, can they block? And then defensively, you hope the corners get better and you get your all your hurt guys back and you're better there too. But we're not out of it yet. We're not out of the, the playoffs hunt this year yet. Nope, nope. We got Chicago coming up, and that's a big game since they got a win. Which it, It's really a bummer that we didn't have last week's episode because we were in the playoffs at that point. Yeah. And that was, that was, you know, that was Grapes and Gorak yeah, at their had... best, being like, remember we told you guys not to give up. And we were sitting there looking good. Now we lose to the Bucs and the Cardinals win. Yeah, and they, the Bears won, so we're like we're tied with them now. Was, you know, we told everybody so, but we didn't gloat. <laughs> we didn't gloat. You'd think we would gloat. We're but real we didn't. classy about it. Um, should we anything else talk about in that Bucks game? Probably missed something, but some big moment that just sucked. I don't know. It was kind of a bummer of a game. Like Yeah, text came after the game, like kinda glad we uh I don't know about you, I kind of glad I didn't go to Tampa for that one. He's like, yeah, like a, so stressful. It was like a boringish game, though. Like, beginning was real exciting. We were doing well, but then we never really caught back up. And like, Ur Smith touchdown and a bunch of missed field goals. Like, it was kind of like the Patriots game. Yeah, yeah, that we went to where it was like I just never really felt like we were going to win it because they're a little bit but too we good were, of a yeah, team. Yeah, and we were always like right there. I think Patriots. I think it was like 17-6, mm-hmm. It's a frustrating one because it was like had Bailey just not been a complete disaster, it could have been a different game. Like we came in with a good game plan. We were running the ball down their throat. And the mood's different because yeah. it's like it's close. You may have lost, but at least you were close. Yeah, at least you didn't. Yeah, I mean it was. And, Rob, and the Rob whole might story. have been able to talk you into going out yeah, afterwards. after the game. Like, Let's just go back to the house. A bunch of shit. <laughs> Uh, it is funny though in the stadiums with the less people, like you can really hear people yell, and people were not shy yelling at Dan Bailey, like "Watch a real kicker!" When like Suckup would come out there, and like, it, and Bailey, like he goes to the sideline and he never practices kicking in the net. It's like, what are you doing? Go at least make it look like you're trying to get better, you know? Yeah, like, go, you, go make some contact. Go, with yeah, the ball. bang some things into the net. Like you just you you're terrible. You stand there with your helmet off while fans are screaming at you. It's like. Yeah, Jay Cutler style. Horrible. Uh, so yeah, that game sucked. We're on to the Bears at home. And we'll talk about that at the end after we hit the Lions. Should yep. we take a break. Yeah, let's take a break real quick. All right, welcome back. Uh, we'll jump into the Lions here real quick. The first one is going to be our Thursday night game: the Las Vegas Raiders against the Los Angeles Chargers. Oh, yeah, Raiders home. What Ra- do you What do you got for a line? Um, I'm going to go Raiders minus minus four. Raiders by three. Raiders by three. Uh, I'm going to take the Raiders. Yeah, I'm going to take the Raiders. My only rooting interest in this game is for Herbert to play terrible. So Justin Jefferson can win Rookie of the Year. I feel like it's a two-horse race right now. I agree, I, and, I, and I like that thought. Uh, yeah, let's let's go Raiders. They just fired their D coordinator. So. Yeah, a, a Zimmer guy. Paul yep. Gunther's a Zimmer guy. I wonder Ooh. any chance Zimmer brings him on next year. As a year. consultant? 
Maybe as a, I guess he, or D coordinator. Well, we don't have one right now. We have co D coordinators, Patterson and his his kid though. I don't know if he'll bring Gunther and put him above his, his own. I would. I, I would too. Bring Man, or or do what he did with Kubiak, special defensive yeah, assistant. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, we've already got Tom Capers. That's fine. You can. There's special assistants. Yeah, you, you can, can have, have as many, many as you, you can want. Have as many as you want. It, it's like uh, uh, you know, the uh, assistant to the regional manager. You could have six of them if you need. Yeah, it. just line them up. Uh, but yeah, he he was the Bengals staff with Zimmer and then took over as the Bengals coordinator when Zimmer left. Definitely runs the Zimmer scheme. Nope. didn't work in that game apparently because he got uh, canned. Yep. Uh, speaking of rookie of the year though, who? Uh, it's offense and defense, right? Yeah, there's an offensive Chase Young's and crushing the defense one, I would feel like. He's doing really well. He's been picking it up as of late. He started off kind of slow. At first, it seemed like Jimmy Chin. Yeah, Chin's been good. I mean, against us, a couple touchdowns, too. Offensively, though, what are we down to? Burrow got hurt. Yeah, I Is think it we're pretty da- much Jefferson I, and Herbert. I I think we're down to. I mean, like, obviously, Jefferson like, CeeDee Lamb has been solid and stuff, but no one's been as good as Jefferson, so you can just kind of wipe them away. The running backs have all been pretty bad. And, and don't they do AFC, NFC? Oh no no no! Because no. James yeah. Robinson's in there, Ooh, but I don't. But I don't think he's the, been te- as electric. as Team Justin is terrible, Jefferson. and he's a running back. And like you said, yeah, he hasn't been. He's been like a, a nice fantasy stat patter, but he hasn't. I mean, it's the Jags. It's not that exciting. Uh, I I mean, maybe if he's carried the Jags and they've won seven ball games and they finish like seven yeah. nine, yeah, maybe you could mm-hmm. have him in consideration. But I don't think he. Uh, I think it's down to those three. Really down to Herbert Jefferson. Couple more bad games by Herbert and Jefferson's kind of might have. Yeah, Jefferson needs to keep having those big games and making those big plays. But it's tough to beat a quarterback. Yes, he needs four catches to pass Randy Moss's franchise rookie season record, Um, and that's that's exciting. Uh, He wants the yards too. Wants the yards. What? What? How many touchdowns does he have? Do you know Jefferson? Yeah, six. It's, it's a little six. it's a little low because Thielen takes them all. Yeah, so he won't be able to get the uh, 17 from Moss. Well, that was Moss's big thing. Like, honestly, the catches and the yards weren't even, like, his most – I mean, he had much bigger years later down the road. But the touchdowns, it was like, holy smokes, this guy came in out of nowhere. Yeah, well, like – and more, you but. even, like, break it down, like, 69 catches, that's only, like, four catches a game. Yeah, it was – the thing is, though, he'd catch a bomb every game, and it was yeah. ridiculous. Uh, Justin Jefferson right now is sitting with – where is it? Uh, where the, they don't total it up on this website. Oh. website is seven touchdowns. Seven. That's pretty good. He's got a yeah. thousand seventy-eight yards and sixty-five catches. God, that was what such a, a bad pass interference call, too. I'll have to watch the replay on that one. I actually haven't seen it on the TV copy yet. Um, yeah, what a beast. He's kind of similar. Like sixty-five catches is kind of low. Although there's still what three games to go. He can end up with like eighty. Yep. Oh, that was a really bad call. It was a terrible call. Okay, here it comes. Why is he pushing him though? I don't really understand that. That's that is such a bad. And you know what's annoying is the further away ref called it. The guy on the other side of the end zone. Oh. Like what are you like? I honestly, my opinion was like, you would I would throw it at Harris, but he's looking at the ball. Yeah. So you can't throw it on at him. Like what made that guy decide to be like? Yeah, I'm calling it this time because Tom Brady was on the other side. Yeah, it does seem like little Tom Brady gets a lot of calls. What a joke. Uh, all right, where are the lines at? Oh, I lost them because I decided Dan to Dan Bailey up. misses this, that's for sure. Yeah, 19-yard <laughs> field attempt. Uh, next game is Bills at Broncos. What do Bills, you Broncos. I'm going to say Bills minus seven and a half. Bills by six. Bills by six. I'm going to take the Bills. I'll take the Bills. They look good. They look they very look real good. good. Uh, uh, Diggs-Josh Allen connection, really yeah. good. What would you feel about the Diggs stuff? So he did that little like pregame thing with uh, 
he basically finally admitted that he wanted out because we're a run first offense and his role was not what he wanted. And then he felt like he was kind of being misled with what his role was going to be. That's fine. Like I no 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 bad blood between me and Stefan Diggs. He, he he still texts and calls you on the regular? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I try to text and call You're him. <laughs> yes. Uh, I but, feel like like overall he got what he wanted. He wants to win too, but he wants to be the, the guy, guy and winning. He doesn't want to be a piece of the puzzle and winning. He wants to be the alpha dog and winning. I feel like he also didn't think he was getting the the respect around the league that he de- that he thought he deserved, you, and like rightfully so. Yeah, I mean, he was kind of part of like a one-two punch, him and Thielen and Cook's offense. He, now it's it's Diggs. Like Bills are Josh Allen, your quarterback, who's always going to get you know kind of hype yeah. on. But, but it's Diggs' Diggs. offense. I, I'm sure, like Buffalo Bills fans, I'm sure there's been like. Thousands upon thousands of Stefan Diggs jerseys sold like throughout the year. And exactly, I'm sure, yeah. And I'm sure like as the season's gone on, they've just like the order numbers are just higher than they. Well, it's kind of, you know, like he was a fan favorite here. Like everyone loved him here. But it was like, hey, you got Adam Thielen, the you know, group is a Viking fan, Minnesota boy, you know, and Coke's a fan favorite. So we just had, you know, too many good players. But I do think like the respect thing around the league, because I remember watching when the Super Bowl was in Minnesota, Cook had just gotten his big extension. And this guy interviewing him was like, "Yeah, you're still looking for that big contract." And Del or um, not Cook, uh, Diggs, Diggs had just got his big extension. And Diggs was like, "Yeah, no, I got mine. I got mine." And he's like, "Yeah, but you didn't get that big one." And it was almost like, "Okay, dickhead, like, don't, like, what are you doing?" I honestly don't know if the guy didn't realize that he just signed an extension a few weeks ago, or if he actually thought like, that "Well, it wasn't big the big one." Even though it's like, okay, this is his first big contract. Usually, that is like your big one. And it was a pretty damn good contract. So Diggs, it just looked like Diggs is kind of like, what the fuck? Like, what's this guy talking about? But it just, it does, like, what you're saying is, I don't know if everyone saw him as, like, a DeAndre Hopkins, a Julio Jones. It was sort of like, ah, oh, it's Diggs. He's, like, pretty good. And he never did have that huge, massive season because he shared the ball a lot with Thielen. I mean, you have 2,000 yard receivers. You can't really have a guy with 1,500 yards. And yeah, the year, the year he had, like, 90, 90 or 100 catches, he only had, like, 1,000 yards. Yeah, he's kind of had both things. I mean, and now he's going to have 1,500 yards and 10 touchdowns and 120 catches because they're just force-feeding him. Um, Which is fine. It's exactly what he wanted. He got what he wanted. Yep. And, and like, the Bills needed that yeah. to run their offense. Mm-hmm. We didn't need that. They kind of needed – they did need an alpha dog. It's like we don't really – we didn't need – They had their John Browns, their Cole Beasleys. Yeah. Like, they had their role players. They needed, like, the alpha where we had our number one and, like, we had a – we had two number two ones. Two number ones and we had it, an elite running back. And now, again, we have two number ones. Yeah. I just, I get, I guess, like, instead of just being, like, a, a guy that would say, all right, I get it, I'm not going to be the, the alpha, the focal point, but this team can be really good and we can win. Instead, he was kind of like, I don't want to win being a side piece. Like, I want to win being the main guy, which is a little shitty because, like, why can't Jefferson be like, I'm sick of, like, Cooks be, being Cook's offense. Like, so is it just this thing where it's like, I don't like running the ball, you know? Because you can be productive in this offense. Look at Jefferson as a rookie. It's not like you like can't put up stats, but I don't know. So I, so part of me goes back and forth with it. Like I, I, I get it because we got Jefferson. I'm much happier. I don't really care. I think. But if have we, we don't not have... got Jefferson? Am I a little more salty with Diggs being a big baby? I'm probably like complete 180. Yeah, but like I'm fine. Yeah, D- I still really like Diggs. Uh, he's, he's so lot, good. He's, he's, he's so, so much good. fun to watch. Yeah. 
Um, and then, like, I'm really happy because we replaced him with Jefferson, who's, who's also really fun, fun to watch and yeah. really good and more draft picks. Exactly. So, like, cheaper, younger. So it's a win-win. So win. Not, and like, you know, he he, he I, he's a fan favorite in Minnesota, and like, it's transferred over to Buffalo. I think Buffalo's always been like a really cool team to root for. Mm-hmm. Um, QB seventeen's a piece of shit just for beating us that one day. But he's really good too. Other than that, like he's raised his completion percentage by like eleven points this yeah, they year. Fixed his accuracy. It's really helped. Or maybe Diggs has helped some too. You know, hey, it will be interesting to see. Like right now, things are chugging along great for the Bills. Like does something go wrong? Because he got mad here when we were winning playoff games. Like going into that off season, we had just won a playoff game. We had been to a divisional round and a title game with him, and it wasn't good enough. And, you know, the thing is, like, with Thielen being as good as he is, you know, you'd think, like, because maybe defenses are paying more attention to Diggs, he would, like, respect that and be like, oh, like, they're double covering me and that's why Adam's numbers are through the roof because they're paying more attention to me than they are him. Yeah, I, I just... I feel, but he's not getting the ball. I, that's the thing, and I feel like a, more of it is just like, I'm sick, I love, maybe I really like Dalvin Cook, he's a good guy and everything, but like, I'm just sick of us running the ball all the time. Like, I want to get ball thrown to me, and it is what it is. Like, so, but... Because, I mean, Josh Allen out there is throwing the ball 40 plus times a game. Yeah, they're one of those teams that has decided that they're going to throw, and they're going to throw, and they're going to throw some more. And it's working for them, but it's not working for a team like the Chargers. You know, It didn't work for us when we had Diggs and Thielen. Well, we had, when we had DiFilippo, we threw and threw and threw and threw and threw the ball. And it, it, didn't, didn't it, didn't, it didn't really translate to wins. So it's working now. Like I, like I was getting to, like, it'd be interesting to see what happens if they do, let's say they lose round one and he only gets two targets because the team decides to take him away. Is he going to be really pissed off? Maybe he's turned a corner. Maybe he's just going to be a happy guy all the time. But it wasn't that bad here, and he was kind of a baby. I mean, he remember he didn't come up to practice, and then we had to have this whole conference where he was like, I didn't ask for a trade. Remember how weird that was? Yeah, that was the Bears game. Yeah. Right What's funny is, though, leading up to that, we're like, could we just give Diggs a touchdown or like give him the ball a little bit? Because I feel like he's going to get mad. Because we had blown out Oakland, but oh. he didn't get the ball. Remember it was a bunch of Thielen stuff? Yeah. So, I don't know. I just... I get it, and I don't. I like you could tell with his mentality, he wasn't going to be happy unless he was the guy, and we were winning. Because I could see him also being really mad if he's the guy and they're losing. Oh, definitely. Like he wants to win. I don't think he's just like some dude that's like, I don't care about winning. I want to. I want mine. But he wants his cake and to eat it too. Fact. So if like yeah, if they're going to end up losing a bunch, he's going to get pissed even if he's putting up big numbers. True, and I think it's. Well, I mean, I guess my I was going to say the Patriots are. Not there, but Miami could be good too. Oh, he's gonna have to work for it. That's yeah, for sure. I mean, who knows? Again, we he demanded a trade after we won a game in the playoffs. Who's to say Buffalo even wins a game in the playoffs? What if they just lose in the first round? Like that means they were worse than us last year. Not that then he's gonna go all right. I want out, but it Maybe can't be that he didn't going. think we could win with this offense. But what if they just keep going one and done for the yeah. next four years? Yeah, and he's probably not gonna be that happy about it. Maybe he will be. I don't know. Maybe playoff team and him getting the ball, maybe he would have been happier. Like, if we were a playoff team like we were last year, and, and he we, had 120 catches and 1,800 yards, yeah, he's probably like, oh, cool, it seems great. Or, so what happens if, like, say we beat New Orleans and he had, like, what if both playoff games, he had, like, 10 catches for, like, 120 yards? Do you think he would have been happy? One we won, one we lost. Yeah, I think he would have been much happier. Which is why I do think, yes, he likes to win, but I think he likes to 
he wants his role to be how he wants it to be more than that. So, forgot that you guys got to see a Gronk spike. Yeah, we were, we were probably done at this yeah, point. We were crying. No, we were. <laughs> we were <really> crying. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was their one good drive. Uh, so, anyways, I don't know. Diggs, I, I like him, but it would have been nice to just keep this team together. Maybe he got sick of seeing Thielen making big plays against the Saints and stuff. He didn't get to catch the overtime play. He got to watch that, you know. Um, Maybe the Bills will draft a receiver and he'll get pissed because they'll be good. Can you imagine if we'd have taken Jefferson anyways? Diggs, Thielen, Jefferson. Oh, my God. That would have been fun. And Cook and Irv. And not been able to block. Anyways, next game. Uh, We're both taking Bills in that. Yeah, I forgot we were still on. I forgot we were on lines. That's a good team, though. The Bills, holy smokes! Um, It's kind of crazy how he digs got everything he wanted. He got a young, good quarterback. He gets the ball constantly, more than any receiver in the game, and they're a really good team. No, and they're winning. They're leading. And then somehow we got Justin Jefferson to completely replace him. Just as fun and exciting. Younger, cheaper, got more picks. I know everyone has already said it. It's like somehow it's the only win-win trade like ever, but. But it, so but far, so win-win. good. Yeah. Uh, next up, Panthers at Packers. Panthers, Packers, uh, Packers minus nine and a half. Packers by eight and a half. That's a good team too. Yeah, that's a really good team. We yeah, I was wrong. I was wrong on the Packers. Uh, but I'm gonna take the Packers. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Packers. Panthers have packed it in at this point. They're done. Uh, Detroit Lions at the Titans. I still love seeing after we beat the Jags and Detroit beat like. Who did they beat? They oh they beat Chicago on like Chicago choked it away. So yeah. this is the week before it was the Jags week, and these people are all oh, the Detroit's like one game back. It's like, have you seen your schedule? You play the Packers and then the Titans and then I think they play another. Well, they play us. Yeah, it's like us at the end. Detroit, you're not winning out. It's like, what the hell are you talking about? Your team's not even good. So they lost last week. Terrible. They're basically out of it. Stafford's hurt. Uh, so Lions at Titans. What do you got for a line? Uh, Titans minus seven and a half. Titans by ten and a half. Oh, I think that's probably a Stafford effect in there. Yeah. Titans looked really good last week. I think Henry went for two hundred some. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, uh, I'm gonna take the Titans. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Titans as well. By ten and a half. I'll take them by fourteen. Next up is Texans at Colts. Texans at Colts. I'm gonna go Colts minus five and a half. Colts by seven. By seven. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Texans to cover. I don't like. I don't mind that. I'm gonna take that as well. Texans to cover. They're they're a team that uh, they got Watson. It's it's and it's a divisional battle. And the Colts aren't good enough to just dominate constant. Like they had a good, really good game last week. So it's gonna be like 24-20. Yeah. Shut down. Uh, we'll fill up. Yeah. Next up, Jacksonville Jaguars at the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Ravens minus seven and a half. Ravens by thirteen. Ooh. I believe Minshew's back. The Minshew magic okay. is back. I just think at this point, Vegas is thinking Jags are not even going to try. They want that top pick, and the Ravens are playing for a playoff spot. So yeah, they ju- 13's a big number, though. Yeah, I'm going to take I'm going to take the Jags to cover. Okay, Jags to cover. I'm going to take the Ravens. I think they're just going to blow them out. Okay, okay. Next up, Patriots at Dolphins. I'm going to go Dolphins minus three. Dolphins by one and a half. Still the respect for Belichick. Yeah, I, Dolphins, did they lose last week? I feel like they screwed something up. Who'd they play? Yeah, they, they lost 8-5 when they okay. could have been like 9-4. But um, 
I still have oh, to guess. They lost to the Chiefs after kind of playing them well at first. And then, oh, yeah. yeah. They ended up losing. Uh, I, I'm going to take the Dolphins. The Dolphins always beat the Patriots at the end of the year. I know, even if it takes seven laterals. Yeah. Uh, I'll take the Dolphins as well. I just don't like Cam Newton at all. No, that, that, that offense is garbage. I mean, not only is he bad, but his weapons are terrible too. Nikhil Harry, not meant for football. God, Tom Brady could be thrown in Nikhil Harry, Jacoby Myers, and Demir. No wonder. He's like, I'm fucking out of here. Instead, he's throwing to Godwin, Evans, Gronk. Antonio Brown. Cameron Brady. With a great offensive line. Yeah. And I think uh, they said that uh, in an interview with Tom Brady, uh, somebody talked about him like going from Boston to Tampa. Tampa. And he's like, well, I'm from California, and you won't catch me dead living in the Northeast ever again. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, talking about how much he loves the, uh, the warm weather. <laughs> uh, 49ers at Cowboys. Niners at Cowboys. A classic 90s matchup that is – Super not interesting this year. No, uh, Niners at Cowboys. I'm going to go Niners minus one and a half. Niners by three. I don't even know who their quarterback is this week. I know he was noncommittal about it, so. I'm going to take Andy Dalton and the boys to cover that three. I'm going to take the opposite. I'm going to take Kyle Shanahan and the fellas. That was a good play right there. Tyler Conkrow. Kirk hanging in the pocket, avoiding pressure all around him, fires a dart. This is our last good drive. I think Irv Smith scores here. Yep. Look at this. Oh, there's a nice, nice little pump fake. Steps up, avoids the sack, sack, and then just fires it. I will say Conklin does a, a solid job when called upon. You yep. know, he's slow as hell though. That one bootleg they the, threw wi- the little wiggle. Oh my Nick, gosh. Nick Hammer says that a tree has more wiggle than Tyler Conklin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he is. He is definitely a. Catch and fall down type of man. Uh, next up, did you take the Niners or the Cowboys? Uh, Niners. All right, Niners. I will take the Cowboys. Next up, the Seahawks at the Washington football team. Uh, I'm going to take the Washington football. Oh, wait. I'm going to say it's Seahawks minus four and a half. Seahawks by five and a half. And I'm going to take the Washington football team. Is Alex Smith back? No. Is it Dwayne Haskins then? So. I think so. I want to take the Seahawks if it's Haskin. If it's Alex Smith, I'll take the Washington football team. So I'm going to hedge my bet there. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm hoping uh, that Antonio Gibson running back is back. That way it doesn't matter because they'll just give them away. Oh, and that defense is actually I mean, it's so super good. good. That front Montez four. Sweat, Swat Chase Ball, Young, Chase Young, Allen, and I mean, Payne, a whole bunch of guys. That's, a good, that's what I want us to do. Build the D-line. Build the D-line and the O-line. What is that? O-line maybe a little more because we are going to get They've invested like four of their last five first-round yeah. picks in the defensive line. And, I mean, Built they're a terrible centers. team, so maybe not. <laughs> but that's for other reasons. We have the other pieces. We have the receivers. Yeah, we the now we can build the trenches. Yeah, now we can go over the next five We've years. We've never attempted to build one side of the trench, but the other side's just kind of collapsed this year with all the injuries. Uh, next up, Buccaneers at Falcons. Bucks at Falcons. I'm going to go Bucks minus five and a half. Bucks by six. I'm going to take the Bucks. I'm going to take the Bucks. At this point, I feel like we're all playing for the seventh seed now. Now that we lost to the Bucks, it's they're pretty much in. I yeah. think it's like a high 90 percentage they're going to get in. So it's basically what? Us, Cardinals, Cardinals, Bears, Bears, Lions. Yeah. Isn't there actually an NFC East team that's somewhat close because of Gi- Giants or, yeah, or Giants. Washington? Yeah, right? Like whoever doesn't make yeah, it as their Well, so. yeah, because they're five. Like they have five wins. Yeah, so they're a game back of us. Yeah. So, um, so two games out so, of the spot. Yeah. So root for the Falcons, but I don't know if it really matters at this point against the Bucs. We've already lost, so we don't have the tiebreaker. I, yeah. You're fucked against it. We... 
seven seed or bust, basically. Uh, so I'll take the Bucks to win that one. Rams at no Jets at the Rams. You want to go real high on this? Yeah, one. I was gonna say Rams by thirteen and a half. Seventeen and a half. That's right. They want to say like, "Yo, when are you gonna take the Jets?" And the Rams have a lot to play for. I mean, they're they're gonna probably make and the class. You like, said at the Rams, at the so Rams. it's indoors. Jerry uh, Sean McVay is gonna let it fly. I'm taking the Rams. I'll take the Rams by seventeen and a half. Uh, next up, I still don't think that's high enough. I think you'd have to go nineteen and eighteen and a half. I think probably gets me to take the Jets. Well, seventeen and a half. I feel like they put that there because then the you do win by the seventeen. You know what is eighteen and a half really doing? I don't know. That's make a it, weird making me feel better. You almost want to go up to like twenty or like twenty-one two. to three. Yeah, twenty-one <laughs> to three. Oh, that's not a completely random score. Uh, Eagles at Cardinals. So this is the big one. Eagles just beat the Saints, so they're not a complete failure with Jalen Hurts. Eagles at Cardinals. Kind of wish that this one was at Philly. Yeah, that would help. I'm going to say it's Cardinals five and a half. Cardinals Four by and a half. Six and a half. Cardinals by six and a half. Okay. I'm going to take the Cardinals, but obviously I'm rooting for the Eagles. Yeah, I'm taking the Cardinals too. Keep Hopefully Jalen Hurts plays well. So yeah, keep running around. No one, they can't trade him. He's too, it's like a Kirk contract. Love it. Even better. We're stuck with him. Uh, Chiefs at Saints. That's a fun Jesus one. Is it Taysom Hill again, or I think Drew Brees might be back? Yeah, it's, I don't think they've decided yet. It sounds okay. like Brees might be back. Uh, I'm going to go Chiefs. It's probably going to be small because I guess the Saints are pretty good. I'm going to go Chiefs five and a half. I guess the Saints are pretty good, though. <laughs> uh, it's Chiefs by three. Okay. This could be a Super Bowl preview. Yeah. Definitely possible. I'm, I'm going to take, the, take Chiefs. the Chiefs. Yeah. I'm take the Chiefs. They're just really fucking good. Who did they lose one game this year to the Raiders? Yes. And those, I, uh, everyone has their fluke game. We lost to the Bucks when we were fifteen and one. It's like, yeah. why? Why did you lose to them? Because Tony Dungy uh, came just, up with the Tampa two, and they ran Mike Allstott every play. Uh, Sunday night, Cleveland Browns. I think this was flexed into this spot. Uh, Cleveland at the Giants, which kind of an interesting game. Which who would have thought that? I'm gonna go Cleveland minus five and a half. Cleveland by five. I'm taking Cleveland. Yeah, I'll take Cleveland. I guess. Finish off the Giants. I mean, none of this really matters. It's either we win out or we go two and one and we need a lot of help from the Cardinals. Yeah. Like, I don't really see if we go two and one, are the Giants going to go three and oh? No. No. Are the Bears going to go three and oh? But that would mean we would have lost to them. So that's their one. Like, I mean, if we beat the Bears this week, they're not catching us. So it's really Cardinals. It's the Cardinals. It's all Cardinals, it comes Cardinals. down to the Cardinals. Like, that's all yeah. it does. And us. Like, don't, yeah. Don't worry about the teams behind you because. We have to win all three. Yeah, exactly. You can't be like, you're not going to win by everyone losing. Nope. Another great play by Kirk with his feet. Going oh, head that, first. That, that Whitehead guy did try to light him up when he went head first. Good stuff. Uh, next up is Steelers at Bengals. Steelers, another primetime game. Uh, Steelers by 11 and a half. 12 and a half. 12 and, and a half. Damn near nailed it. Uh, Steelers. I'll take Steelers. Coming off a loss against a bad team. They're Bengals gonna, suck. They're going to be out there trying to win that one. So that brings it to us. We play at our good old noon slot, home against the Bears. What do you got for a line? Vikings minus three. Vikings by three and a half. By three and a half. us a little extra. It's going to be Trubisky, who's been playing better than Foles ever did. Um, I'm far more worried about Trubisky than I ever was Foles, just because I don't like running quarterbacks. No. Although we've been good against them this year, I feel like. It's actually been something we've, I feel like, improved at, is yep. containing those guys. So hopefully we... Get them into some mistakes. Throw some picks. It's still a really bad team with no weapons. 
Yeah. Allen uh, Robinson's a stud, and that's about it. Got to win this David one. Montgomery's playing well of late. Yeah, he sucks. I'm never going to fall for that. Although, in our fantasy league, he'd be a holdout, which was shocking to me. Wow. Yeah, that's how bad running backs have been this year. He's like a top eight fantasy running back, and he's no one would be happy with him. I mean, he had an ADR run last week, so pad the stats a little. Uh, is Hicks playing? Is I don't know. Hakeem. Hakeem? How do you Hakeem. There's no H, right? Nope. Nope. Uh, let's look up the Bears. That man, I, I think we've said it before, is the best player on that defense. He I don't care what anybody else says. That man's the glue. I don't know if he's the best player, but yeah, the glue or like the heart or the what makes it all go. Like yeah. pure player, probably Khalil Mack. Uh, but as far as what what stops us, it's definitely. I think, what, I think just what what helps Khalil. I don't know. I guess Khalil Mack didn't have a Keem Hicks in Oakland, but like yeah. Is he on IR? Because he's not on the injury report. That at all. would be amazing. Um, right now, they have Jalen Johnson did not practice. Buster Screen did not practice. Dion Bush did not practice. And then all their other guys full practice. We have Kendricks, Rudolph, Madison, Ham, and Armin Watts all did not practice. Oof. So let me look up Akeem Hicks. We'll check out the old Roto World. I mean, it matters. The he guy- was a uh, former New Orleans Saints. Was he? Yeah. They shouldn't have let him walk. So he was questionable last week, so I think he's playing. Oh, that's too bad. Because I don't think he's on the... Not on the injury report. From what I could see, not on the injury report. Bastard. Um, yeah, I mean, you got to win this game. The, the quote-unquote easy ones are Detroit and the Chicago, Bears. and the hard one's supposed to be the Saints. So we'll see what happens. I I Would would I be shocked if we just walked out there and lost and we're 6-8 and eight and that's the season? No. No. We're six not. and eight go six and nine, probably get blown out against and the go Saints. seven and nine. You beat Detroit to end the season. <laughs> Let Detroit beat you. Go six, six and, and ten. ten at that point. Um, but we are probably better than the Bears too. So if we just play, if we if we play like we did against the Bucks without all the field goals and problems, we I think we can beat the Bears. If we play like we did against the Jags or the Panthers, I think we probably lose. Yeah, because we were so sloppy in those two games. We honestly we were actually pretty crisp in this game. Obviously, the line blocking and Couple Bailey were a disaster. Stupid penalties, but... Yeah. It wasn't all the fumbling and the pick sixes and all yeah. that crap. Do we even have a turnover? Yeah. Kirk the fumble, fumble at the very yeah. end, but that was like desperation time. So, would you would you, you pick the Vikings to win this one? Yeah, I'm taking the Vikings to win this one. Yeah, you know, I think we're winning out. Nine you, and seven. You can't go nine and seven Unless you you start six and seven, that's math, you, mathematically yeah impossible you can't get even that. if you start zero and seven and you got to get to six and seven you know oh. then you're six and seven. Who would we if we were the seven seed? I, you know what's funny is I think we could beat anyone on any day. We've already beat Green Bay. We know we can beat the Saints. We do it all the time. Who's the other teams? Seattle almost beat almost them. beat Seattle. The Rams. I'd take them. I think we could beat them. That's the scariest one, and probably because we haven't played them. But like it, this, there isn't a there is, dominant yeah, dominant it, team. Yeah, otherwise it's the like as of now the Redskins. The the that's not a real team. It, it's you should be ashamed. Oh, that's apologize. Right, Washington, Washington. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm Even sorry. the Cle- Cleveland Indians. Yeah, that, that, that my bad. I did not mean to uh, say a racial slur uh, um, on air. Like honestly, there's no team that I don't think we could beat on any given Sunday, it's beating three of them in a row. That's The chances are very slim. Yes. Yeah. Like, we're not beating the Packers and the Saints and the Seahawks. It's just not happening. Yeah, or the Packers, Saints, Rams. Like, yeah, whatever. Or, or the Packers, Saints, Bucks. 
yeah. mean, we might be able to take out the, the Bucks first. Yeah. But like, we're not going to, I don't, I think if we beat the other two teams and then we face Tom Brady, it's like, I think we've used all our magic. The thing is, you only play them one, you don't play them all at the same time. You just got to beat one and move on to the next week. Like, like you said, we beat the Packers, almost beat the Seahawks. We played the Bucks well, you know, again. 10, 10 points left on the field. Yep. And then uh, who else have we played in the playoffs so far? None of those teams. Not the Rams. Cardinals, football team. Yeah. I'm not worried about any of those. The Rams are the only one. They're kind of the unknown. Like, if there's if McVay does what he did to us last time, I'm worried because he... Yeah, yeah that Rams... That, maybe it's not, because of what... Like, so I didn't think they were good. And then now that they're good, and then I know what McVay has done to us, I think the Rams are the team that I'm most scared of. Yeah. Well, I'm just Aaron you see the Packers the inside there, man. Jalen Ramsey outside. Yeah, like that's I, and like you see the Packers enough to know their tendencies. The Saints yeah. again, we always beat the Saints. It's good Bucks times. Just played them well. Seahawks, we see them all the time. I think the Rams, because of the uncertainty. Are the one team I don't want to play in the playoffs. It's interesting. I feel like the NFC it's more scrunched together. Like if we were in the AFC and we had to play the Bills or the Chiefs or even the Steelers, I'd be like, we're not winning this game. Like at least I'm I'm not expecting it. Even, or like even the Dolphins. Like I think that'd be a tough matchup. The Dolphins are more now. similar to like what's in the NFC. You know, it'd be a tough matchup, but we could probably beat them. But that's like the fourth best team in the NF or the AFC, where they actually have some real top tier. Like Browns. if we played the Chiefs. The fucking Browns are just as good as anyone on our side. Hey, we almost beat the Chiefs last year without Patrick Mahomes. Like, what if we what if we somehow rattle off three wins, made it to the Super Bowl, and then you had to play the Chiefs? How the fuck are we ever gonna beat the Chiefs? Could you imagine Patrick Mahomes against this defense? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah I don't know how you would do it. They have no pressure up front. Our linebackers are in shambles. We're not we have rookie cornerbacks. Our kicker can't hit anything. This isn't a playoff team. <laughs> like, and like our safeties, they're jumping routes that aren't there. Yeah, our best players on our defense are just like trying whatever they can to make up for the bad players and just botching it horribly. Who, who are you matching up on Tyreek Hill? Your zone. Doesn't zone. matter because <laughs> Miko Hardman's going to run right by him on the other side. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is going to run in circles around us. Um, but yeah, I mean, win out. If we win out, are we in the playoffs or we need Arizona to Still lose Still need Arizona to lose. One game. They have a tough schedule. One though, right? game, yeah. Don't they play Seattle and the Rams yep. yet? And they play the Eagles this week. So that's, that's three losses. We go one and two and slip in. Could you imagine making the seventh seed at seven and nine by backing <laughs> into the playoffs? Uh, Can you imagine backing into the playoffs? I'm not Did the Packers to. do that the one year we lost to the Cardinals or something like that? I wouldn't doubt it. <sighs> I mean, the one year we got in when we played the Packers, we were like a garbage team, and then we yeah. beat them. That's the thing; these teams, these these garbage teams, they slip in and they win. Yeah, we beat. Yeah, we we beat the Packers, then we lost to the Packers the next week. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that was the the Ponder year, right? Yeah. Or was that Ponder? That was the Ponder. Yeah. Well, the other Joe year, though, Levy. even the one where we beat them with Culpepper and yeah. the Moon, like we we were we were a mediocre team that year. Oh, yeah. We lost to them twice. Yeah, weren't we season. eight and eight or were yeah? We nine I feel and like seven. it was definitely not ten and six. I and think we, we were nine and seven against a ten and six team. Yeah, and then we immediately got annihilated by someone in the second round. Like it's like, oh, here comes a good what team. Was that? Rams or someone. I don't know. Four. Yeah, probably like the Rams. Yeah. Anyways, All right, well, uh, we'll see you next week. Hopefully, off a win, we'll be seven and seven. Then, hopefully, hopefully seven and seven, and uh, sitting in that seven seed. It's the power of the sevens this week. Oh, that's. I mean, yeah. If we win and the Cardinals lose, we're back in the playoffs. Oh. Uh, let's just keep winning at least a little bit longer, so we can continue 
to talk about playoff scenarios. Now, let's get eliminated week 17. Yeah. If we lose this week and they win, are it's we two games up? So what are they? Are they eight and six and we're six and eight? So then you need and I wonder two or two and oh. Yeah, but and then I wonder at that point, is there a record against NFC better so, than us? As long as we beat Detroit, we have the tiebreaker over them. And even if we don't, it depends what they do. Okay. But a hundred percent we have it if we beat Detroit. Because okay. it's like same opponents or something. But if it could even be where we lose to Detroit and we still have it, depending on what they do. Okay. Um okay. so if we lose this week and they win and then we go two and oh and they'll go oh and two. I think we'd still make the playoffs as an eight and eight tiebreaker win over the now now you got to worry about the Bears though because if you lose to them you let them back in the hunt so oh, and you probably who knows if but they would this I think they finish out the year against the Packers then yeah because we have Detroit so but Packers. Packers could be resting their players if they, let's say they have the bye week wrapped up but they probably won't though there's some good teams uh, all right so yeah we'll see you guys white. next week with a win see ya.